Welcome back to the basement, everyone. You are now tuned into Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I am your host, Kevin, as usual. We thank you for tuning in. Choosing to spend a little time with us yet again, going a little audio adventure, if you will. Uh, this week, we're getting back into the albums, and uh, you know, we we hadn't really realized this yet. This may be our last album podcast of the year. Uh, yeah, I've set up a couple of interviews, which you're going to hear about. And we got some other stuff going on that we're going to do, including our uh, best of the year editions, one for DC and one just for in general, because uh, we want to highlight some of the music coming out of DC, some of the great music coming out of DC. And, uh, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, we like to take the last two weeks of December off. And then I looked at the schedule. and I was like, fuck, we are out of time. Is it? Uh, so, uh, but it's a good note to end on if, if this is going to be our last album podcast of the year. Uh, Carrie, who has been gone for a while, she paid a visit to the basement. Eduardo is back. We haven't scared him off yet. Uh, we're talking about new albums from two very hyped bands, I believe. One is Deaf Heaven, their new album, uh, New Bermuda, sort of tearing up the critics' circles, and uh, Beach Slang, uh, the things we do to find people who feel like us. Uh, also, uh, much hype, as you will hear us get into. Uh, and, and I actually sort of enjoyed talking about these albums because Def Heaven, certainly we don't normally talk about that. Beach Slang is, eh, I don't want to say a blogger band, but they're, sometimes we, we don't get into that pool. Uh, and I like getting pushed out of our comfort zone. So, you know, we get to think on our feet. We get to really uh, get into stuff, even if, you know, some of us don't end up liking it. It's, it's fine. It's, it's more fun that way. Uh, also on this podcast this week, if you had followed the site at all, you would know a band called The Sweets. I think it was in 2014. Uh, their press email was basically, uh, we have one goal, and that is to put out more music than anybody in the world. Uh, that year, I believe they did. But the result was that they ended up uh, just, as you'll hear Carrie saying this, it was like a reality show of watching this band develop. Well, now they have an, a self-titled album out that I sort of think of, uh, might be their like official debut, their coming out thing. Uh, it is just called The Sweets. We have a track off that that is fantastic. And uh, just a spoiler for that album in general, the album is fantastic. If you're just, We're going to have a link in the show notes. Uh, so you click on that, buy it, check them out. Uh, also, uh, speaking of stuff you need to check out uh, that sadly we're not going to get to this year, I don't think, uh, our friend Louis Weeks and his friend Noah Berman, both who have been on the podcast, uh, they have a new project out. It is all instrumental. It is called Arc Radius Curtain. Uh, I, I have listened to this on repeat while I'm editing or coding and whatever else I'm doing. Uh, for hours at a time, it is... Uh, the best way I could describe it, it is the best sci-fi movie soundtrack from your youth for movies that were never made. It is, uh, as expected from these gentlemen, uh, absolutely stunning. Uh, so we're also going to put a link to that and that, uh, you know, you know what? We don't need to review it. The album's fucking awesome. It's Louis Weeks. It's Noah Berman. So go out and get it. Uh, so that's going to be your podcast this week. So I guess now without further ado, let's just get to it. Uh, here you go. This is episode number 141 of Chunky Glasses, the podcast, where we're reviewing new ish albums from Deaf Heaven and Beach Slang. It happens here and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man. Nearly a two-word review of just a shit sandwich. Oh, the record that, that right there is a, a lot of a thousand. thousand. 
Allergic to awesome. It's <laughs> a, a clinical thing. <laughs> it's a some thing. People, some people can only tolerate small doses of awesome. Carrie, <laughs> uh, welcome back to the basement. Thank hey, you. It's been a while. Oh uh, yeah. You keep running. You keep being busy. I know. I have a job. Uh, God damn it. I like paying my Jobs. mortgage. <laughs> Mortgages are fun. Eduardo, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, sorry you couldn't join us for the uh, <laughs> Joanna Newsome, <laughs> but if you haven't read your, is Eduardo's thoughts, they are up online, and it's sort of epic. Hot, hot takes. Hot, hot takes hot with, a nice, takes. with a nice fire background. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the artwork. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I basically... It's like those painters who like listen to the rock and roll and then paint what they feel. I was I read that and I was like, the words took you there. Yes. Are you saying that Newsom is like your muse? No, 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 no. I'm talking about his, his hot takes. His hot takes. Um, this week we're back to the albums again. Although uh, the day before taping this, I actually sat down with Positive No. That's going to be coming out. Uh, I can confirm now. Uh, in the next few weeks, we are going to have Phil Cook over Ooh, here and nice. Nick. Sanborn is also going to be here. Two separate days. Uh, if we have a time travel machine or something, we can like get a megaphone reunion going. I've had a couple people ask, and then I'm like, I don't think we can do that. <laughs> but uh, so that is coming out, and, and a bunch of other like pretty cool stuff. Uh, this week, though, we're going to be talking about an album that we didn't do it when it first came out, partially because I am not the hugest fan of the band. Uh, Death Heaven has an album out now called uh, New Bermuda, uh, and then we're also going to be talking about a band called Beach Slang, which is what? Uh, what's the name of this album? <laughs> oh God, it goes on forever. It, it yeah. does go on forever. <laughs> it is. Oh wait, no, we're playing it. There's a little bit of bros, it. Bros gonna bro. <laughs> is that no, lift some weights, man. <laughs> the things we do to find people who feel like us. Or those triceps are thirsty. Right. <laughs> Lift, <laughs> lifting weights and uh, taking drugs. Before that, <laughs> before that, I want to I want to talk about uh, you know news has been a little short or running out. There's nothing. Uh, there's no title talk. There's no Apple Music uh, to talk about really. Uh, we are in DC. Kanye has not done anything stupid. Kanye has not done uh... anything stupid. Uh, Drake, Meek Mills, the controversy seems to have died down. <laughs> Uh, Prince, we covered I was gonna that. say Prince is being quiet. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, still, he, still he has Pr- Prince Instagram. Prince Instagram still a dick. Um, <laughs> although, I mean, I guess he's, there's some good stuff coming off of that thing. Uh, I see a lot of retweets or whatever regrams. Is it? Yeah. Oh God. Um, but we are in D.C. and it's a, it's a political town, and we don't often get into political things. But uh, we have a presidential election coming up, uh, and this week, one of the candidates. I think might have crossed a line. <laughs> Air Force Two has never been crossed, and maybe it should never have been crossed. Uh, and this is not the only line he has crossed. I'm talking about Ben Carson. He's uh, is he the Republican front runner right now? I don't think he's a front runner. Over Trump. He, I, th- I thought it he depends on over what, Trump. It depends on which ten minutes you're talking about as to who is the Republican <laughs> front runner. Right. Top, top three, maybe. Can we say <laughs> he would be on the podium if there were to be a debate tonight, but maybe not tomorrow. Right. So uh, Carson has 
myriad of problems in, in <laughs> West Point being one of them. Can't remember whether he was offered but, scholarship or and and you know it's not stuff that we need to talk about on this podcast. But as as Paul put it, uh, it was absent today. But uh, this happened, and he clearly stepped into our realm and off <laughs> on our lawn. Uh, Coming to the basement, his new campaign ad is a uh, rap. Ben Carson made a rap, um, and it's a uh, it features ooh. Uh, a guy who's a Christian Republican rap enigma. Uh, is that a thing? On that? No, yeah. Uh, the name of the guy on it is Aspiring Mogul. Uh, I think they paid for it. And uh, this, I'll, t- I'll tell you what this reminds me of after we hear it real first. You guys haven't heard it, so this is going to be a treat. Uh, so, so let's take a listen here to the Ben Carson rap. What is it? 808s and something. I don't know. In 2016, and support Ben Carson for our next president and be awesome. America became a great nation early on, not because it was flooded with politicians, but because it was flooded with people who understood the value of personal responsibility, hard work, creativity, innovation, and that's what will get us on the right track now. I'm very hopeful that I'm not the only one who's willing to pick up the baton of freedom. Because freedom is not free, and we must fight for it every day. Every one of us must fight for it because we're fighting for our children and the next generation. If we want to get America back on track, we got to vote Ben Carson. <laughs> a matter of fact, go out and vote. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm feeling inspired to pick up the baton of freedom. Yes, I His am. freedom is not free. He's right. He's right. I'm glad he reminded me of that because I, I tend to forget from time to time. So the, the market here is... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Did anybody ever? Did you guys see Bob Roberts, which was the? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> for some reason, I'm having this flashback to Bob Roberts, and I'm not quite sure why. So, well, uh, I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> I mean, it, it, they're saying it's geared towards young black voters. Um, I and I think they might have loved all. They like, love being pandered to. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say rat, with the who rats. enjoy being pandered to and have never heard music before. Um, <laughs> This is, uh, I mean, uh, I, I think it's safe to say none of us are going to be voting that side of the ticket. Um, <laughs> hey, speak for yourself, man. Okay, ben Carson I mean, no, is exactly that's cool. what this It takes all kinds. It takes all kinds, man. Do you, why do yeah. you why do you hate the women and children of the future? Because obviously he's the only one that can fight for them. That's true. And with his with his mighty raps. <laughs> so is the idea that he's having a hard time with that demographic because his message has not been set to rap, and that was the only thing that was missing? And now why he's just going to. Why are we gonna, resonating right? with the Well, you're not a political strategist. <laughs> Clearly, Clearly maybe not. you should be. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's everything about this is baffling. That's about the fifth time I've listened to it. Like the level I've read of about hubris it. is just—I mean, it's breathtaking. Yeah. It, it it is. Uh, first of all, who's this this guy who's doing it with him? Uh, aspiring mogul. What what the fuck? Like everything <laughs> that this guy's platform is going to stand for will like ruin his life. But not if he's an aspiring he's, mogul. Oh, okay. If he's an aspiring no, he's aspi- mogul, that's the thing. He's then, aspiring. You know. <laughs> like, he's, he hasn't there. If, he's, if it was just mogul, he'd be fucking set. <laughs> right. Then he'd be voting for Bush. Well, that's true. <laughs> he were already a mogul. Um, I, I mean, I thought we had hit bottom with Trump. I, I really did. And 
It's but clear. And somebody this. gave you a shovel, and you continued it's, to dig. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's clear from this that we have a long way to go. <laughs> well, we right, have because, year. because now someone has to like answer that, right? So now right. someone has to come back. <laughs> <laughs> right? So we well, need like a Ted Cruz. Drake so. and Nick Mill is gonna, that's gonna look like nothing. <laughs> because the thing is, is that if, if depending on the candidate. Something like that would happen, and then it, it would just go away. Everybody would would look at that as if that is so insane. I don't need to respond to that. But this is not the year to not respond to insane. Right. It is. <laughs> right. It's like the more insane you are, the more I need to respond to it in all formats. Right. So, so yeah, this is gonna be good. <laughs> so so let's 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 go uh, down the list of candidates who are left. <laughs> and let's see if we can match like what their next uh, ad campaign hit is going to be. I want to see uh, Hillary Clinton doing whip and nene. Okay. All right. Co-sign. All right. Uh, I'm going to say I want a. Um, oh, I was trying to, You know what? I I want a bad finger cover song from Huckabee. <laughs> yes. Because yes. he clearly needs to tap the. Beer swilling, overage child market of the Midwest. Um, what do you, what do you so, so Rubio likes to quote. Doesn't he like to quote Biggie a lot? Oh yeah, I think he. Like, oh wait, he, so he's he's the rap battle. Now. So right, so like, so he's the one who would have to answer in this idiom. I think. Um, I can't picture like for Ted Cruz. All I can really imagine is like. <laughs> I don't know, like uh, thirty seconds of silence. Yeah. Just, uh, I, mean, I, just, I just Ted don't. Cruz looking dumbfounded, <laughs> and a little bit confused. Um, yeah, so this is problematic. Somebody's so gonna ways. have to have the uh, Tupac hologram behind oh, yeah. them during yeah. the uh, during Fuck the, that, debate, the next debates. <laughs> Reagan hologram. They've already done that though. Have they? Yeah, they've had the, the Reagan hologram in the background on something. What about Star Wars style, like Reagan and then Nixon behind Reagan? <laughs> like, really like you line them up. I want to see one of them um, in like full Star Wars regalia with a uh, lightsaber doing a duel. That could be the next with thing. Jimmy Carter. Could be a red, red, I want, red I, lightsaber. I, I, I want the I want the I want the fucking election to be decided that way. <laughs> <laughs> Trial by combat. No, uh, there's a reason Thunderdome is the most amazing invention of all time, because it works, people. Two men enter, one man leave. It doesn't have to be a man. It can be a woman. Just remember who rules Bartertown. (laughs) It's all based on pig shit. Um, Yeah, so that happened. We'll put the link in there. Listen to it if you hate your brain. And, and, you know, if you have any suggestions. Or if you love freedom. Or if you love freedom. Who are the people who, who, like, where does the original claim that freedom is free come from and why do we need why to be reminded all the time it? that it's i mean as, as a newly it? as a newly minted u.s citizen uh the thing i looked forward to the most about becoming an american was reminding people that freedom isn't free but no one has ever told me that it should be free so i haven't had the opportunity to remind them yet so <laughs> welcome to uh political talk <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> i don't know um uh, I, I beyond that, I, I also hope that somebody just goes like balls out with it, and it's like a a uh, a triple album like prog rock epic. The Pope, the Pope is doing that. That's, that's right. That's right. I heard the second single was a drag though. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, First bummer. single hype. 
<laughs> fire. I, there's no podcast emojis, but just like fire, fire, fire. Middle finger. Sorry, I just upgraded. Um, robot head, robot head, <laughs> robot head. Uh, when we go upstairs, I'll, I'll get Daria to tell her about her mom's emojis. It's <laughs> oh, no. amazing. That would be like a whole separate podcast. It, it, Our oh parents' my emojis. God. Uh, so, yeah. So, check that out. Uh, more importantly, we're going to put uh, head count, a list, list to, list, link to them on the site. Uh, if you aren't, uh, and this is in all seriousness, if you aren't registered to vote, uh, it, it's going to be real important that you you do <laughs> this time, uh, wh- whichever side you're on. Because voting is free, just like Unlike voting, just like freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do like who who is it that was saying? Uh, I think it was. Uh, oh, it's Australia. Uh, voting is uh, compulsory; it's required. Yeah, and I, I like that. I have to justify. Um, because I'm I'm a dual citizen, I have to justify when I miss a Brazilian election, and I might not be able to vote in the next one if I don't have an excused absence from, nice from voting. So yeah. wow, yeah. All right, so um, I guess it's time for some metal. <laughs> <laughs> cover your ears, cover your ears, kitties. Here it comes. <laughs> That beautiful noise uh, was the track brought to the water of San Francisco's Deaf Heaven's latest album, New Bermuda. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, if it if it were if it stayed on that track, if it stayed on that vein, yeah, for the whole song, it'd be fine. It would be consistent, 
you could uh-huh. do something with it. Uh-huh. But that's not how the song starts. It's yeah. not how the middle three minutes are. <laughs> it's no. not how it ends seven minutes later. <clears throat> it is. Uh, it, so, I mean, Carrie, how do you feel? About it? <laughs> um, oh, but, I love it. <laughs> so, so, so a little background. Uh, about, about 2010, they got their start. This actually was just a uh, project. I think it was uh, George Clark and uh, Carrie... Yeah, it was Carrie McCoy, um, and they were just like fucking around. They had been in like doom metal bands, and and to to their mind, they're not now. Uh, but you know. <laughs> it was time for something different. But anyway, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, I think that's the actual quote. something different, but only every now and then. <laughs> but so it's time for something different, and they did, and they made a demo. And they're like, "Oh, we're never going to do anything with this," but people really liked it, including if you look at their Wikipedia page, and this made me laugh. RV, RVA magazine. Which I was oh. like, well, RBA lo- <laughs> Richmond loves its fucking metal, uh, and um, it, it, so they put out one album, and then the album that really got it uh, got them big was I think was last year or the year before called uh, Sunbather. That was two years. Mm-hmm. Was, it two, was years it two years ago? ago? I think so. Yeah, two thousand thirteen. Sunbather came out, and all of a sudden, uh, black metal is on NPR. Um, black metal is everywhere, and they're like selling out shows, and they're they're uh, killing it, and they're the new face of of Cthulhu. I, I don't know what, what it is. Uh, this is, uh, without a doubt, the, uh, the, the hypest band, mm-hmm. of, in recent memory, uh, that, that is so far on the fringe, at least as far as I'm concerned, uh, that has come around anytime soon. Um, so Carrie, let's start with, uh, <laughs> your, your thoughts. Um, Muppet nose. <laughs> well, uh, I think that if I, just listen to sections of it, I would like it. There are a lot of things about the the album as a whole that you have to kind of parse out mm-hmm. the part that's actually something you would want to listen to twice. Um, there are some really beautiful parts of it. And then they sure. just reach in and snatch <laughs> any <laughs> redeeming quality with the most annoying and frustrating vocals. Isn't that just it's, a metaphor for life? It really is. Because <laughs> whenever whenever something is lovely and yeah. you know, lilting along, you know, Gollum shows up and starts <laughs> screaming in a fake voice. And it's um listening to it each time I've I've kind of put it on and had it on. I've, I've had it on in traffic on sixty six, which mm. according to everybody is the worst damn highway in America. Yep. And it fits perfectly for sixty six. Yeah. Um, I don't know that that is um, anything that music should aspire to. Um, I I do think that uh, I would either all the way like them or all the way hate them if they would figure out what the fuck they want Mm -hmm. and stick to it. Um, I don't, I'm all for anthemic rock. I'm all for, you know, 10 minute songs. If there's a purpose to a 10 minute song, if it's just like, oh, there's a bunch of shit that I like and I'm going to sing it all at the same time. Um, I, I don't really see a, a, a purpose to it. It's yeah. just kind of weird. Oh, this is cool, and you should like it. Mm-mm. It's it's just people screaming at me, and it's like the same reason I really don't like improvisational jazz. Well, it, it's it's weird because yeah, there is a lot. Uh, uh, and I, I said this about the Joanna Newsom record too. There's a lot to like in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a fan of, they identify self-identify as post-rock. Uh, which that you're bringing in bands like uh, Mogwai and even mm-hmm. Cigarose, right, mm-hmm. right, right. Which I fucking love Mogwai, right. Uh, it, there's, when, a, there's a lot of sections that sound a lot like yeah. old um, album leaf. If you yes, guys yeah, yeah, remember yes, them yes, from. Sure. I so, mean, it, you, you could pull it straight off of of album leaf, and then it's like, Whoa! <laughs> yeah, and, and that's just it. And like you said, you're you're. Do you like it or not? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it, you, 
<laughs> the rest of the podcast is just going to be done that. <laughs> <laughs> Full guttural, people. Um, <laughs> did, 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 if you guys saw um, uh, Jupiter ascending, where oh my god, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Redmayne, you, you have tainted this basement. <laughs> oh my god, because it was You're so not bad. Not invited back. You had Eddie Redmayne doing the Abraxas. Uh, I will yeah, burn that yeah. to the ground. Yes. <laughs> Um, but I mean, that's what this guy sounds like he wants to do. And it's, that's but it's awful. frustrating because like it, it gets very, uh, and I, what I love prog rock, you know, most of it. And I'm fine with 10 minute songs, even if they don't go anywhere. When it, when a, a song by anybody, I think ventures out, that's when it works for me because you're just like, Hey, I'm there. And it might've changed all up, but I'm just on this little journey, man. And I'm just in my van and everything's groovy and stuff. And then this motherfucker jumps up and starts shouting at me. <laughs> and I sound like an old man, like, get the fuck off my lawn. But I'm fu- like, I, I listen to hardcore music. I, you know, it, it doesn't mix. No, I love that. I loved Off from what, like two, three years ago? I yeah. still listen to that album. And, you know, I'm in my 40s. I, I love that shit. But this just, I find it so fucking annoying. It sounds like clips from Japanese seizure rope fighting robots. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you've got album leaf. These lovely little, and some really nice, nicely crafted passages. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm like, fuck you, man, shut up. See, our listeners are now like, why do they keep yelling? Like, this, this, is, this, is, this is a meta podcast. We're making you feel how we feel right now. So, Eduardo, what do you get here? No, it's a shame because I, you know, I, I was a young man at one point and I would sort of <laughs> seek out this type of, you know, abrasive, uh, you know, in the, particularly in the early 90s with, you know, death metal and industrial. And so yep. and so there's a part of me that, like, wants this to put me in touch with, like, the 13-year-old version of me that genuinely liked this stuff. And it's just not – it doesn't click for some reason. And it's – I don't know – you know, it doesn't bug me that they'll, like, turn into, I don't know, Sonic Youth or something for, like, 30 seconds. Right. And then – yeah. Like, like I, I find that interesting. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with I'm okay with them trying to bring something new to metal as an idiom, but um, I, I I I guess I kept struggling with like what could you do vocally that would make this better, and I I, I don't I just don't know that there's like it's for me it's conflicting. Um, it's like you get two teams in Death Heaven, you got the band mm-hmm. and you got the singer. And both of them may have right. a may have a clear vision, right? And you can achieve a lot, and I think they do at parts of the album. One of the songs we're going to play, uh, "Baby Blue," mm, yeah. is is one that works sort of for me. Uh, you can achieve a whole lot with the music, and to be clear, you can achieve a whole lot screaming your guts out. Like it makes it, right. uh, it can be a visceral thing. And you know, I, I didn't go see them Friday when they were here. I have been told over and over, like you need to go see them, experience uh-huh. this. So, you know, that is there, you know, that I'm, that might change my view in general of this band. But it's like they aren't discussing what they, even if they think it's, it, even if they think that the end result, they want it to be the same, they aren't discussing it. And so there's no nuance in how one works with the other. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's awkwardly just kind of like tacked together. And the, so, so their transitions are not, good right Mm -hmm. even even though technically like this is a very i think uh proficient band i mean i mean everyone like every single musician in the group sounds like you know very accomplished and very gifted but they just 
have not figured out how to, and that's the challenge. That's why metal bands don't try to do like the album we for, or, or something else, because it's hard to make those two things coexist in a way that's, yeah. that's coherent. Cause it's not even, um, I mean, some of them sound tacked together, but some of them are just layered on top of each other. And what you're talking <laughs> right. about yeah, it's... with baby blue, it's, that's, that's a reaction I had to, air, there's only five songs, but right. it's still, yeah. you know, an hour long thing. But that's how I felt about each of the songs is like, okay, this one's almost got it. And right. then it's, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they just jerk it right out from under you again. And it makes, it just makes me really angry and tense. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe maybe there's well, let's actually hear Baby Blue right now and then come back and <laughs> and, and, and I'm explore that angry <laughs> Uh This is Baby Blue by Def Heaven of New Bermuda.
so that's a transition that actually, in my opinion, oh yeah, yeah, they, they build to it, and it's actually one of the less, <laughs> it's one of the less jarring things because at that point, like, I, I guess I expect somebody to be screaming, something's <laughs> going on, it's like Somebody's really bad, and it's like, it's like, all right, so, uh, <laughs> but and that is not indicative, I think, of the rest of the album, unfortunately. Nope. Uh, like I said, there's just it's such a lack of of any subtlety. You know, you keep saying Carrie, you know, it makes you feel that way. I think like this stuff and definitely like hardcore in general is supposed to. You're supposed to feel and sometimes you're supposed to like hey, <laughs> take swans. Right, but I don't think you're supposed to feel angry at the band. <laughs> you're supposed to feel angry. With okay, well, I'm, I'm glad you clarified that. Feel angry yeah. with the yeah, band, yeah. Okay. not at the band. I'm glad you clarified yeah. that because, yeah, because I remember when uh, Andre and I were talking about Swans. Like, even just pl- we had listened to it for like a day, and then and then even just playing it, and it was it was literally like I just don't feel good. <laughs> but I'm not angry at the band. I'm like, oh man, they they fucking achieved something. This yeah. is not a. I will. I don't ever want to revisit it. I don't really. I almost never want to feel that way. But, <laughs> but it not made me comfortable. Feel. But where I, I'm I, sitting right now. the thing. Like, yeah, this makes me not feel good, but more angry at the band. Right. Like, yeah, I just want to yell like, fix it. You've got all the components. Fix this. Yeah. It could be so much better. Do they? So, so they've sort of become, I think, to your point earlier, Kevin. They're 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 like a metal band that people who aren't into metal listen to, right? They that is my understanding. They're they're and more more specifically, they're a black metal right band, which is, I mean, I don't know what the fuck. Not uh, this, right, this is the get off my fucking lawn podcast right now, <laughs> but. But let's be clear. Like, they, they, why are you, if you're listening, why are you listening to black metal? Right. Yeah. Email us, tweet us, something. <laughs> Tell me. This is a legitimate <laughs> question. Explain this. But it's also, I mean, like the lyrics don't make any sense. The 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 music doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Yeah, it's very Grandpa Simpson. This just doesn't make sense. Um, but it's he's talking about this whole like, oh, you know, we, there's this alternate, you know, fuchsia omniverse, and but I'm like, shut up, yeah, God, stop making up fucking words. You know, if it's black metal, it's supposed to be all shit is terrible, and we should all be angry at it together. Is is that yeah. what it is? Because the, I mean, uh, back to the stuff making you, you feel stuff. I think certain music is meant has a certain mm-hmm. purpose. So like pop is. Feels good. It doesn't matter what the fuck is going on. I want to chew some gum. Indie. I don't know what that makes you feel like. <laughs> like, um, like you should try harder, but you don't care enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love pavement. That's yeah. that's my. Yeah. That's my <laughs> um, and and black metal again. It's like the world right. is shit. We all are together in believing the world is shit. Right. Let's be angry together. Right. But this isn't. Uh, yeah, so. this is like a combination of the I wish you were better, but you don't seem to care enough. <laughs> See, I want to do better, but I don't care. It's uh, like, I don't want your I don't want feels. It, well, the other metal. thing that confuses yeah, me about this right. is that this really did remind me a lot of Faith No More, and I yeah. which I thought was very odd because it kind of just came out of nowhere. Because mm-hmm. um, the rest of it is is so much more layered and and not as um, you know commercial as Faith No More is definitely geared toward. Mm-hmm. But there are so many um, stretches of this that could easily be, and then they, you know, they 
they're rocking like crazy and there's all the layered guitars and then it goes into the simple piano and you're envisioning a fish blowing up and the but, whole thing. But what you'll get from Faith No More is you'll get entire songs that are in a different genre. Mm -hmm. Like on like on King for a Day, there's like Consistent. legitimate funk and soul, yeah. you know, and it's not just like kind of a metal-y version of that. It's like, it's a, right. it's a, it's an honest to God, like four mm -hmm. minutes of just like funk or smooth jazz or something. And they don't, they don't need to make those ugly in the middle just because right. that's, because they're a metal act or whatever. And these guys just, you know, there's, there's a sameness to all of these songs because they're all so varied in exactly the same way. <laughs> well, there's also a very, like the vocals are very genuine and consistent. Yeah, yeah. And whereas with this, I feel like there's a lot of affectation going into the vocals. It's a lot of screaming, but it's a lot of high nasally fake voice screaming, yeah. which I don't yeah, understand. Artifice. It's total right. artifice. Right. It's an so, excellent word. And, and Mike Patton is documented as having the widest uh, recorded range. There's, yeah. a, there's actually a study of this that he's the uh, <laughs> he sings lower than most people and higher than most people. So <laughs> go Faith No More. I yeah. know it's not the podcast. <laughs> it should also be noted, your, your, your writing sample when you were like, yeah, I know. can I do this? I know. Was I was like, like, uh, I was like will, you, will you have me? I love Faith No More. <laughs> And despite that, here you right. sit. In right. Basement. Which, which at that point, I was I all, you, like at that no point more. you were already in because of your Twitter handle. But I was like, oh, I'll let him write. <laughs> Go ahead, see what he can do. Because, because we're writing, no we're writing so much these days on the site. <laughs> right. uh, um, uh, so we like to talk. Yeah, pretty <laughs> a much. Lot. Uh, so uh, I don't know, Eduardo. What are you going to do with this? Um, I'm gonna. I will listen to so. Let me try to situate this. I'm going to listen to this again before I listen to like the new Slayer album again, for example. So I guess. When you're in one of those moods. Yeah, you feel right, like right. You when have I need to listen to this. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, maybe there's still a feeling that there's like something that I haven't figured out about Deaf Heaven and that something will all make sense. I'm, I'm, I'm a soft stream. I'm probably okay. closer to a pass, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm a very strong pass but i do think that i would go see them live simply because there are some times when the hype is so much you kind of feel like well I'll, i don't want to just dismiss it out of hand I, I do want to see it because there are bands that if you're on the fence seeing them live mm -hmm. can help you understand it a little bit more yeah, i'm some, not some bands just i'm don't, not on the fence some but bands I do, just don't I lay down see. their mojo on yeah, record i just right. but i would like to i think i'll see them live and then revisit i will listen to this one more time mm -hmm. before i put it away forever Hmm. And ever and ever, amen. So, so is that that's actually that's a pass. A pass. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, this is tough because I'm sort of like it's it's such a weak like stream like and I I refuse to give in to the uh, the idea like if if somebody makes something and and it makes me feel like uh, maybe I'm missing it like I'm not missing it. <laughs> like they fucking they they yeah, fucked they, up. They, they like, missed it. They missed it. <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like I've I've listened to enough, made enough music. Done like, and that's you know, and uh, saying they fucked up is wrong. Like what they're doing just isn't my jam. Um, and uh, you know that being the case, uh, I would be lying if I said that I won't listen to this again at some point. Uh, but. For all intents and purposes, I, I just have to pass. I, I, I have to, I, I can't, uh, I want to go see them, and I hope, uh, my hope for this band is that they do figure out what we were talking about. They have no, yeah. uh, aside from us right now, they have no impetus to do that. No bad feedback, zero. Like, oh, yeah, we are the black sheep. PR loves them. We yeah. are the black sheep right now, or people are like, wait, you guys fucking hate, you know, Deaf Heaven? We're, we're going to go from like 2,000 downloads uh, a month to back to 11. 
It's going to be that quick. <laughs> they're going to do that to us? We Maybe. hate Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to see Levin. Um, I was, that was a joke. We loved them. But, Levin. yeah, it, yeah, it's just, man. It's, yeah. <sighs> Next time they come live, you and I can go, and we'll stand in the very back with our earphones on. <laughs> no, fuck that. Drinking we're, our coffee. We're gonna stand. Up, we're gonna stand up front with our arms crossed <laughs> and just stare, just stare at them look. and shake our heads. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. So there's the uh, replacement song for Slim, but no, no, it's, it's, it's really not. Uh, this is a uh, Philadelphia band, uh, Beach Slang. name of the album is, uh, damn, The Things We Do to Find People Who Feel Like Us. God, these people with their, it's been a yeah. long day. I, I, I apologize to Beach Slang for that, but uh, the name of that song was Bad Art and Weirdo Ideas. This uh, is their first LP proper. They put out a couple seven inches uh, earlier in the year, got people all excited. Uh, I, you, the first one was called Stink, and the second one was... Oh, wait, yeah. no, that's also... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, it's also... Replacement. Well, I want to name that excitement, uh, because there were people that are like, Japan droids, and, we, and everybody, <laughs> except for me, loved Japan droids. Um, and, and if you need to hear all about that, go back to our thing, <laughs> where, like podcast where I essentially 50. pass out on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul and I dance and then, around your corpse. And, and, then, awesome. and then get disgusted at you guys for fucking making it our number one album of the goddamn year. <laughs> fired all of yeah. us <laughs> yeah so um and i don't know what episode is that no, it's like 20 something um but uh no this is uh their their first op they're from philadelphia they are sort of touring uh road warriors uh had positive no down here uh, tracy was actually uh played in a band or with a band sometimes uh called weston and that was frontman's uh james alex's band back in the 90s james alex is 40 years old uh, which, you know, age ain't nothing but a number. So all of you guys who are in your 20s listening to this, just f- feel free to you know, get some smelling salts, get off the you floor. Know, uh, He's Darius said, yeah, get your old away. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, this is, uh, you know, it's familiar, first of all. I mean, the right. I, I love the replacements, like, to no end. Um, when I first put this on, I was like, fuck, why do we have another pop-punk record? Which I will share my disdain for that at the end of this podcast. <laughs> why? Because uh, I came up with a new theory. Um, and uh, 
and then I listened to it. And I'm like, oh man, this guy's got a lot of Westerberg in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to some more, and then I found out he's forty. I'm like, oh well, this makes sense because not only was he around, but he also has been doing this long enough to be able to. Like to do it well. to ape it, yeah, yeah, uh, which is no easy task. I mean, Paul Westerberg, even his shit shit material is better than your shitty band. Uh, and, and there have been a lot of bands over the years that have tried to kind of tie into that and have done a very, yeah, that, yeah. very poor <laughs> job. <of it. laughs> yeah. So the fact that he can he he can channel this uh, into these songs, which uh, you know, this is a very vibrant album. If you uh, don't necessarily scratch the surface of it. Uh, is is sort of a feat. My question to you guys, though, is is this? Uh, first of all, is he going to get sued <laughs> on, the, on the Robin Thicke example that that uh, I think President of that set? But it, it does that make an album worth talking about? That it is so reverent of the influences that like he obviously has that it becomes almost a cover. Of the band. Well, you go first on this one. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, I, I, I don't think that, um, I don't think that's that it's possible to answer that question without kind of a value judgment of sort of saying, so you know, we already have the replacements, um, mm-hmm. and and this is and to your point, Kevin, about you know not scratching, uh, not looking, you know, too deep into mm-hmm. it. I mean, these are not. Like the first lesson in any kind of writing situation is the show don't tell thing, yeah. and there's there's no showing here. It's all telling, right? Mm-hmm. It's all like we're young and we're alive and we're gonna get high and we're tough kids from the streets and uh, like it's very earnest in a way. And I'm I'm a fan of earnestness, but it's yeah. earnest in a way that doesn't really do too much for me because um, because again we have the replacements. There are really good songs there, and they and they. There's 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 art to them. There's there's a narrative element. There's a way in which a those very songs, good yeah narrative element. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so, and so with these guys, I sort of I sort of feel like it's great that you were, um, that you were into the replacements and and everyone <laughs> everyone should. I mean I mean I think a lot of bands you 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 tend to start out and you sound exactly like your influences and you absolutely, kind of move yeah. away from those right. Yep. So. Um, we just talked about pavement. I mean, you know, the fall Marky Smith was all over their case for several years until they became something totally different and, and wonderful, you know, but they were like in their twenties, <laughs> right? Right. They right. were like, they were earnestly right. aping the, the, the people that they loved because they were like, they didn't 22. have anything else to do. And right. That was, right. Right. That was what they were, they were pulling from what they knew. Right. They weren't 40. And, and, and I, I honestly didn't know that, uh, that was his age until, until. But the rest of the band's not. So yeah. I kind of feel like this is a scenario not. where he showed up at band practice and was like, Hey guys, listen to this. <laughs> and the other guys were like, Ooh, that sounds good. Let's play some of that. But the, yeah. but yeah. the lyrics on this, because I really did. I love the Jiffy. Androids. And you and I have had many, many arm wrestling and Thunderdome <laughs> fights about this. Um, but for the same reason that I love Japan Droids, this hits the same note with me. This makes me feel the same way that oh, Japan Droids did. I, I, I think this is this. Well, this, this it's is been cla- it's, it's been stated right. that I believe Japan Droids, uh, Japan Droids to be shit. Right. But th- this <laughs> this uh, this far and away is is so much better than anything that they'll ever do. But here's but here's where I touching back on your point of when does something mimic 
its its influences to such a degree that it's not even worth talking about. I feel like Japan Droids clearly had the replacements as an influence, but actually has moved a step away from it and has their own sound where you can listen to Japan Droids and you don't immediately think of every single song that it could sound mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. like on any replacements album from like 1984 to 1990. Right. Um, but it's, um, when I listened to this the first time through, I thought of Japan Droids first just because they're first in, in line in my mm -hmm. head because I listened to the Japan right. Droids for about six months you straight. You and everybody when Celebration else. Came, like, right. that, Celebration that is, Rock that came out. That is the comp. Right. And the, what, what struck me about this is, I mean, the lyrics are very accessible on this, so you can actually listen mm -hmm. and sing along, unlike the song, the album we just heard. But listening to it, this I thought it was a bunch of 25-year-olds, and it sounded like a, a Japan Droids prequel. Whereas right. Celebration Rock is all, oh God, we're in our late thirties and we're gonna die. That, and remember when we were so cool and we could see up and drink? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> These guys are like, oh yeah, we're young and we're gonna get high and fuck the cops and yeah. let's all get stoned. And then I started listening to it the second time through. I was like, oh my God, this is exactly like every Replacements song that I love because I yeah. love the Replacements. And so I, the third time through, I started looking it up and I was like, wait, that guy's forty. Yeah. The fuck? He doesn't have any business. Well, being, and, but, well, the, but the and the lyrics are so shallow yeah, in they this. Are. Whereas, which you would expect from a a, a younger person, it, mm -hmm. right? But except that replacements lyrics were very shallow. No, are you serious? At, at, at a certain level, oh my they god, were, we're they totally going to arm wrestle. They were they, <laughs> they they were they were they were very accessible and they were genius, but they they worked because swinging party. Seriously, like this is all about let's get drunk, let's get high. Everything is awesome. Well, there's a Whereas, lot of there's but, a lot the of replacements things in is, The replacements is like we're all going to get drunk and high, and oh my god, what a lonely, empty, horrible existence this is. Right, it's mm -hmm. so. Awful. Well, I think that's a theme of uh, a lot of this album. You know, there's a lot of stuff like, can we get like high enough to live? Or I think is, that's yeah. that's the high, one. We high enough to enjoy life. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. You know, this is. I mean, but look at the names of the songs that we just heard: <laughs> "Bad Art" and "Weirdo Ideas." Uh, I, I, I love that. Song. "Ride the Wild Haze." <laughs> Uh, I break yeah, guitars, like, young and alive. Young and alive. Yeah. Porno love, <laughs> hard luck love. kid, and dirty lights. Okay, I mean, but hard luck kid. Could be. It sounds exactly like Left of the Dial, and it also sounds exactly like Adrenaline Night Shift. So it's mm. you've got both of those, both of those in there. Yeah. But it is so much more shallow than the. I I yeah, yeah, no. I I, I oh I, no it's so I, much no, more shallow is, than this is this is yeah so oh it, this is definitely not. but I'm gonna listen to this a bazillion more times because I love it. Let's let's play. Um, I want to play uh, Too Late to Die Young, and then we're going to match that to the replacement song. Yeah, so. Too late to die young. I try to fight, but get high and give up. I ain't ever fell love. I ain't ever fell love. Punks are wired, and these records feel tough. It's loud and wild, but I swear it feels soft. Yeah, it's always enough. It's always been enough. Well, right now, I'm 
So, like every other song, that is that is one measure away from being unsatisfying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And every song <laughs> yeah. on this fucking album is one measure. Some of them just one note. Just like, are you going to kick it up? Are you going to kick it up? No. No, you... Come on. No. And, and I, I can't not, like, like it. <laughs> But it it breaks my brain because it's so the the guy clearly knew what he was doing. Like it's not this is this is he sat down and he was like, you know what, you know what people are gonna like? It's, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is this is not written for the people. This is written for the ladies. This is so that Oh you when, think? Oh, this is the every band has to have this kind of song. Yeah. Built into the middle to look out and get the ladies out of oh. the audience and into the into the dressing. It shows room. you that he's deep in, uh, you know. That's that he right. Has, that he That's harbors right. This, they all think, yeah, oh, his hole is broken and I need to go fix it. Yep. Well, <laughs> to, I mean, to the shallowness of this is like he if <laughs> I, I'm 43, um, if I had these feels. <laughs> I would hope that you guys would be very concerned about me because, like, <laughs> somewhere you have been so emotionally stunted that you know, you are, you, I mean, you are relating to the world like a teenage boy. And that's pretty gross because, you know, teenage boys are kind of gross. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's what, like, it, it keeps me, at least me from truly connecting with any of this. Because, right. You know, if I don't know if should they... because you're not 23, you're right. not in high school, you're not. But, but neither is James Alice. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying, but that's why you're not connecting to it. Is because when you connected with the replacements, I mean, you're younger than me, but we yeah. had the same stuff going in our. I mean, we both listened to Boston. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> I mean, where, like, where's the band that's gonna come back and like do a, do a uh, third the... stage ripoff? <laughs> where's Boston just gonna come back and do that? <laughs> Um, but it's it, it doesn't it doesn't connect to that. This is not here comes a regular. This is not right, swinging yeah, party. Yeah. This, this does not have the depth of those of those songs. And that's you know the, the intention to do that is what broke the replacements up to begin with. Yeah, is right. Westerberg wants to go off and and do songs, whereas this guy is attempting to do something and it's just like oh yeah I'm sounding like Ethan Hawke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I, and I, I don't want to. Dude, be, that's my bike. <laughs> I don't want to be cynical about this or think cynically about this. Oh come this. on! No, because like there, the the ability to do this as effectively as he done yeah. is staggering. Like I don't, I don't even under. I've never seen a songwriter just just like I, I want to do this. Like if he did, but a he series, brought the whole band uh, with him. I mean, right, he brought the right. whole all of them were all on board, and it's great. It, it, but it's you're right, still, it's, it feels a little bit like, it's a um, like it is to music what like Ikea is to furniture or something, which is like the approximate, like there's, no a fun, there's a functionality there and like, sure, you'd recognize that as a couch, but like, it's not a couch that you really want or right. something, you know, that like, it feels a little bit like it's, 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 it's a sort of forced. placeholder yeah, or something it's like forced. it's, it's, it's there until a better song comes along. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which? Which you know, and that's and that's, 
you know, I think we're all focusing on the lyrics and the fact that they're sort of juvenile and that they shouldn't be coming out of someone uh, who's had, you know, any real life experiences. But the band, like there is a, you know, there is a, there is something really uh, aesthetically pleasing about the way that they oh, yeah. sound, right? I mean, there and and to your point about you know like having it having this album at the beginning of the summer, you know, windows in the car down, like black, like it's the kind yeah. of music that like that hits that like fuck yeah receptor in your brain, mm-hmm. right? And you want to play it loud, but until you think about it too much, and I mean, and, and I mean, I mean <laughs> then you just get depressed and then well, you want to listen to replacements. What, what I was going to say about <laughs> right. it being cynical is like, and, but it, and it's like I feel like could I really blame him for this? But like <laughs> he's been doing it since nineteen ninety. You know, is it like 20 years, 25 years? Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, you know what? Because w- they're going to make money. Like, they're going to sell these songs. To- oh, they're huge. Yeah. yeah. They're but, fucking- but that's the thing. Is like, I, I was surprised that this was a debut album. Yeah. yeah. But it's not really a debut album because it's people who've had a lot of experience in other yeah. bands who've all kind of come together yeah. and come up with this. But it... it it, it's very well put together. Mm-hmm. I think that the the, the similarity, the, the similar complaint I would have about this and Death Heaven is it lacks a genuine heart to it. It mm-hmm. lacks a genuine feel. And, and that yeah, and that's yeah. actually what I'm saying. If he did it just for money, knowing what mm-hmm. uh, the casual or the lean back listener is going to like appreciate, and just like you put it on to get like pumped up, like we were joking on G Chat, you know? yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> or you're like, my, my triceps are thirsty. Cru- crush some pull ups, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, and you know that is an art. That is that is also explicitly pop music. Well, and Japandroids haven't put an album out in two years, right. so There's somebody's a... gotta get you to lift some weights, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or lay on the floor uh, and scream. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> so, so, so if that you know if that if that was the goal, that that's all right. But uh, I I I would like to see a lot of more people like recognizing that about this music. At least, at least critics. Kids don't. Kids should not mm-hmm. be listening to us and being like, because it's like old people like shouting about bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new name of the although podcast. Kids, yeah, although great. kids, if you if you are We're listening starting to a DC us, podcast please, network, please go get a whole no, um, bunch of albums from this band called The Replacements. Yes, yes. they are from Minneapolis. Um, and if you enjoy this, I mean, like I said, if you enjoy anything just for that, but um, I mean, we talked a little bit about this on the Newsome podcast. You know, when you take stuff that is so, cl- this is so clearly just derivative. <laughs> And start throwing around words like genius and this and this like that that's super fucking problematic yeah. and bad for like any art coming down the pipe uh, because uh, I think it also just shows a, a lack of knowledge of history. I mean, you can look at yeah, like, yeah, where yeah. the mm-hmm. reviews are coming from. Yeah, whether reviews say they sound like the replacements or whether reviews say they sound like Japan droids depends on the age of the reviewer. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's actually that's actually very true. I sort of uh, I I know you are hip. To uh, Nashville, I don't know if you're, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> know if you're hip to Empire. I haven't started watching it, but I've heard Empire is amazing. From you, but so but it's, it, good. it's this new model of where they do songs every week, and like right now they're burning through like famous, like an Empire famous hip hop artist, soul artist, uh, to this Nashville famous writers writing yeah. songs. Like I think Casey Musgraves did some, and it's always in the credits. It's mm-hmm. never like you know the weird like you know. White yoke and walk on. Well, you also have like you also have like didn't T, I mean T Bone Burnett is T Bone Burnett like, was yeah, but the first because his wife created it right, but he's oh. completely up in the yeah, um, and so you have this model. I, I I would be interested to see if people like this guy who clearly can do this. Like, what would a show be that like services music like this? The replacements. 
Because the replacements a, actually toured last summer, so if yeah. you wanted to see the replacements, they're still. But but I mean I mean I mean for for, version. for right. if somebody's gonna listen to this and be like fuck you know that guy sort of like actually sold out you know by doing this like a little even though that term is bullshit but like he could go to a show and just write songs for the show mm-hmm. right, and just crank right. him out and be making money right well because that's right. the only that's the only honestly it's the only way that 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 musicians like make money anymore I don't care what the uh, new <laughs> what the new Spotify <laughs> survey says it's that's that's how musicians and nobody's saying sell out anymore they're saying no. you have to make an ad right. a, right. a commercial yeah. that fits into or a song that fits into an ad first before you can even mm-hmm. talk about making a dime so you've got like ex-ambassadors selling to a yes. jeep before they right. even put out an album yeah. and now they're huge you've got um imagine dragons which was the house band for a play everybody is trying to get any platform they can to get their Mm -hmm. music heard because we don't have tower records. We don't have, you know, we've got a few independent record stores. There's no way to get music anymore other than getting it out on these different media. So, well, who would thought that uh, mainstream TV would be it, but, but, but I think that that, so, you know, uh, in the, in the kind of the press circus around the new Kurt Vile album, there's, there's this constant (laughs) need to say like, Oh, well this is, you know, working class white guy from Philly. Right. And they're just, and that's and that's kind of a an, uh, not something. I mean, that's sort of a throwback. You don't really have a lot of like in the you know, the Springsteen mold of kind of right. uh, musicians coming. And 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 if you hear Kurt Vile speak, like he's not, you know, he's not like someone who went to like a nice university like most sure. indie rockers, right? So 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 he's coming out of a different kind of background. And there's and there's there's something that's 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 happening there that I think would be suited for like. I don't know, season two of The Wire or something is yeah. kind of is is where is is what this is speaking to. I'm not sure that that market is as big as, you know, or that they can tap into as much as the replacements could tap into. Yeah. Um, but me, I don't know. I'd love to be wrong. About there's that, actually but. there's a Scorsese show. Scorsese and Jagger coming. Oh, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, vinyl. Right. that's right. But yeah. maybe that maybe that's it. And maybe yeah. I don't know if they're doing like original music for that or just using the music of the era. Probably because Scorsese has all the money. Uh, <laughs> right. The latter. Um you know, it's uh, because look, it, it's it's frustrating because as to me at least, as sort of soulless and empty as these songs are, I can't like help but love them. Mm-hmm. You're gonna hear them on some action show at some point, or uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> right. I mean, or it's gonna or, be you know, it's gonna be the background for um, you know, the Call of Duty Twelve, or yeah, it's right. gonna, yeah. there's gonna be something, it's, and there's there's nothing the wrong with any, yeah. right, 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 right. Why does anybody? Why has anybody ever heard of Davachka? It's because they, right. yeah. you know, were in a movie and also whatever first person shooter game they were in. But yeah, yeah. But oh, no, that's right. The uh, how it ends. How this is how it ends. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is an amazing song. But it was in um, Little Miss Sunshine, and then also I think it was in Call of Duty. Was it Call of Duty? Yeah, I think it was. Because I remember, I, yeah, because I, I remember seeing that commercial. And I was like, "Oh, damn, that's good, that's nice." <laughs> but there's going to be a show about like cops in Chicago or something that'll need some, you know, some great music. <laughs> so, yeah, um. and they'll need whenever you know the cop has to like go to his best friend's wife's house and tell him that he's been shot. <laughs> right, too exactly. Young, too late to die young. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These things write themselves, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and you know, we 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 have spent a lot of what we're talking about this album uh you know getting down on the simple like uh the facts of the album itself and 
but like you know, I mentioned the reality a very is facts based podcast. <laughs> yeah, the, the reality is like these are great songs. This is a this is a great listen. Um, it, it is. Uh, I, I really am starting to hate the term pop punk, and the reason. Oh, yeah. And I have no fear of the term pop punk. Well, here, here's why, because, and I realize <laughs> this, and this is going to sound really old. Um, the majority of bands coming up uh, who are like pop punk that are like really popular with the kids, the, really the blogger bands now, mm-hmm. they're all just a knockoff of fucking Weezer. <laughs> and, and everybody's trying to make and I don't know, again. And I don't know that it's a bad thing, but I know that's why I don't react to it, and we don't cover a lot of it, because <laughs> it's like, this is... Not Weezer at its peak, and it make it makes all the fucking sense because that's what these kids grew up on. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and a lot of those bands do all sound exactly the same, yeah. and you they, don't they, need to they do. Par- you don't need to parse. And, them and out sorry if you're listening to this and disagree, but yeah. you're wrong. Like <laughs> <laughs> they 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 very much do. And Come on it, down, and we'll arm wrestle. And it doesn't. <laughs> Bryce from Random Nerds, we were talking about this and talking about in the uh, local uh, scene, you know. But like, how many bands do there need to be? You know. How many? How many? But I mean, that goes yeah. for like music right. critics and you know, right. everything. But like, but really, like, how many bands can you? The whole future music coalition thing was about musicians making it, but now you have so many people trying to make it. Like, the market just clearly can't and will not support that. Mm-hmm. Can, can you play aspiring mogul again? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you need some enlightenment? Some uh, you, need, you know, pick me up. Speaking of facts, um, but but you know, I guess to that point is that. This is not that. They, they don't sound like Weezer. They sound like their replacements, and that's fine. They also have a little bit of their own identity. Not You can find it somewhere in there. Uh, I do like the last song uh, on the track, The Dirty Lights. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, They also get into a little bit of Hold Steady, which is the kind sadly, of the post-Springsteen. Which makes you buy in every time. No, which, <laughs> which, which sadly is missing. <clears throat> I, right. Even from the Hold Steady, it was missing for a couple of yeah. albums. Uh, you know, so... Uh, but that all worked very much to your everyman point, you know, because of that, uh, whether or not that's true. I mean, right. you know, with Kurt Vile, you know, he's an everyman, but he also traveled the country recording in multiple studios. Like every man does right. not do that. Right. 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 So, um, so yeah, it's, it has all these like great components as the end of the day, I think end up working. It's just, you, you really have to turn your brain off, which yeah. I don't like to do a lot with music. I don't like to do a lot, period. But I, with music, I often like to think, or get or get hit over something so obvious over the head so hard that I don't have any choice. Um, yeah, no, this is it's it's clearly just sort of like let the lizard part of your brain take yeah. over and kind of don't try to engage with it too much and don't try to think about it too much. It's not it's not like a it's not a guilty listen. Like it's no. it's it's not objectively something that you should feel bad about enjoying, but it's it's just lacking in some amount of specificity or something that would keep me coming back for more, or even expecting a bigger payoff. Yeah. But, so what are you going to do with it? Um, shit. I'm struggling. I, I think <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to, I am going to, uh, I'm going to revisit this later, but I may, I may end up passing for now. Okay. Yeah. I'll pass. Huh? I'll pass. Okay. I'll pass in hopes that their next album is, is better. Okay. So. Okay. I'm going to buy it. Are you? Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna cover the gamut because I, I was I was I was talking myself into a buy and I can't do it because I will always it's, always listen to the replacements. Go back and buy a replacement. Right. Yeah. If they would just go ahead and just call this, it's a it's a tribute album. It's yeah. a yeah. very very yeah. good solid outing. 
Um, and uh, and that's why I am going to stream it. Yeah, because it's, it's not going to change anybody's life. I'll put it on. Uh, Daria didn't take to it at first, but I think by a couple months she'll be like, "This is the jam." <laughs> so it's just because you'll wear her down with monotony. <laughs> that's, that's their business plan, actually. This is our life. <laughs> All right, so there you go, beach slang, the new one. Things we do to find people who feel like us. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Death Heaven, I think, are, are resounding. <laughs> um, I would have screamed that my voice hurts from talking so much. Uh, and We're all going to pass! <laughs> Ow, God. <clears throat> um, uh, Beach Slang, you know, seems like we sort of, somewhere somewhere in the middle there, man. You should check it out and stuff. Uh, like we do every week, we uh, like to play a track at the end of this other podcast. Um, sometimes it's local. Sometimes it's not. This time, I am actually sort of very happy we get to play this. I don't even remember a couple of years ago, if you read the site, uh, when we were doing trackings a lot, this, these guys from North Carolina reached out, and they said, our goal is to make the most music or more music than anybody else in the fucking world in 2014. They did that. They made like 14 fucking albums. Uh, name of the band is The Sweets. They're from North Carolina. It says Winston Salem there. For some reason, I thought... Uh, I saw Jay was in Asheville now. Uh, I've interacted a good bit with him. What was fascinating about this, uh, we, I mean, we gave him their own like category. It was just like the sweets. Madeline was laughing every time we do something. And, you know, is that, is that half the songs were terrible. Uh, half of them were, you had potential. And then once in a while, there was like a really great song. Most of them sounded like shit because they had no recording budget. They did not care. They were just like, and, and so what you have is this record of a band working it out. Hmm. They just started and they're like, we're going to work it out and we're going to do it in public. So I didn't know what they were doing. And then this was a couple weeks ago and all of a sudden uh, this thing pops up and it's like, oh, the Sweets have an album. And now it's self-titled. And this is like their their, their go. Uh, it is, it is, there's a lot more polish on it. If you have listened to them, you can hear a lot of like all this stuff that went into it. And it seems to have landed on a on a very groovy identity, at least as far as I'm concerned. Uh, this is uh, sort of a sneaky uh, end of the year pick, but like this legitimately might make it in my top ten. Uh, but since most of the people haven't, uh, we haven't played on the podcast. I want to play a song off this, um, which honestly will remind you of a uh, hundred visions. Yeah, it's. Um by doing it this way, they basically have set up their own, it's like an audio um, reality show where you've seen yeah. all the dirt going into yeah. it and all the, the dross yeah, it's... and then seen how, how much music these bands have to put together to come up with 12 really decent songs. Yeah, yeah. So uh, right now we're going to play Miffed. It's off The Sweets. We're going to, in quotes, debut album The Sweets. Uh, so here you go.
Alright, so Miff, the sweets. Uh, let's rock it for the moment. I, I, I can't, uh, yeah. I, we were saying like this. I, I don't know what sweet spot that, that all hits. And the, the whole album doesn't sound like that. There is some groovy 70s stuff. There is some hardcore, like, bad finger stuff in there. It is, like, sort of all over the map, but something about it ties it together. And you listen to it and you're like, fuck, that's a good record. <laughs> That makes you want to drive to North Carolina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Jay, uh, yeah. you know, and, and your brother, I know you guys listen to this sometimes. So, yeah, let us know if you come to D.C. And, uh, you, you can stay in the rock basement. You can stay in the rock basement. <laughs> you can. I will, I will bring snacks. Uh, you can play a show and then, uh, yeah, make, keep making the rock. Uh, that is, uh, and, and what are you? Yeah, you that's, the, that. that's the first time I've heard that. that oh, yeah, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, no, no, that was awesome. That <laughs> yeah. was awesome. Because yeah. okay. you changed yeah. it on both of us. <laughs> we both I'm glad you read my emails. Um. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Rock solid. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that is about our podcast for this week. Thank you guys for coming down to the. Uh, it's sort of cold down here. It's nice. I like it's it. All right. The, the rock right. basement. Yeah, right. uh, like I said, in the next few weeks, uh, we are sort of racing towards the end of the year. Uh, we're gonna tape the year end on the fifteenth. So I don't know who's gonna be around. It's a little party. People want to swing by and watch us work. Um, wait, what's happening? <laughs> it's unstoppable. The sweets cannot be stopped. They will not be silenced. Apparently watching us work means also um, watching us ineffectively deal with our phones. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're trying to figure out the schedule. Like I said, we got Phil Cook, uh, Nick Sanborn. Um, we are going to do, hopefully, a special podcast uh, about John Williams for Star Wars. Because we're gonna ride that fucking wave. Hell we're yeah. gonna get the John hype Williams has some of the absolute best soundtracks. You need that to be on the podcast. Ever man. been made? Uh, so that's I'll, that's I'll gonna be a fun kid, one. I'll bring my kid because she um, will give you a run for your money talking about John Williams. Uh, well, the, the hero <laughs> to bassoon players everywhere. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and and I think uh, I think we're gonna do a uh, sort of a best of DC uh, along with our best of uh, the year edition thing. I know the panel for that one is gonna be uh, me, Quinn, uh, Bryce. And um, Paul Vodra, you can say. So awesome. we, we're, we're, we're busy, but we're going to knock this all out so I can take a break in December, basically. Um, all right. December sleep. Yes, <laughs> December sleep a lot and eat cheese. Uh, that's our podcast for this week. We'll be back in seven short days, as usual. Be good to your ears, but be better to your people. See you later.
<laughs> 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 Kenobi.